Here's Councillor Alejandro Bravo, uh, City Councilor for Ward 9 Davenport. Thanks again for getting up early for our show. I appreciate it. So good to be here with you, Greg. Thanks. Um, is this a budget um, from the details you see so far? You've seen some details. We certainly have as well. Is this a budget you support? I do support this budget, Greg. I think that it was really important to, um, first of all, hear from residents in Toronto about what they valued. And it was so clear that people want what's broken to be fixed. They want, uh, you know, the streets to look clean. They want uh, to have their services protected and all over the city. Um, and, you know, we're talking about thousands and thousands of people who participated, 18,000 um, in telephone town halls, 11,000 in the pre-budget piece. They want, um, they're worried about a shelter, affordable housing, um, and they want to see uh, their services protected so that people have, you know, can get around the city on TTC. Um, and it's really about affordability because it's when it's the things that we need that help us when times are tough that people want to make sure are there for them. It, were there things that surprised you from the public consultation um, that, that may have altered what ends up being in the budget itself, uh, Alejandro? Things you're like, oh, my goodness, what a good idea people brought forward. And we heard from more people on that issue than we thought we would. Well, there are things that are really crucial, I think, um, that we, we have. We need shelter spaces, but we also need um, the daytime drop-ins that people have a place to go to connect, to get services. That came out really clear. Um, I think there's a real uh, call from young people in the city that we need to do more for them. You often hear, you know, um, that things are being done for seniors, and that's important. But we think about uh, last year, we froze um, GTC fares for seniors, but raised them for teenagers it, it really is a question of um, how are the youth in the city doing? And we've heard repeatedly that mental health is suffering. The pandemic was hard on them. They need more recreation, more attention. Um, and you can see the outcomes in, in the sort of the um, a lot of the problems that uh, youth are facing. Um, and, and it's expressed as well in some youth violence and um, and challenges with mental health. So let, let, let's help them. I think those those are really important uh, messages and when people come out to depute, when they come out to write letters, when they come together to say what they need, it's crucial. And I think it's it's very clear that um, the Scarborough Busway, you know, the replacement for the Scarborough right. um, um, RT line, um, is really important. And that we're talking about you know tens of thousands of people whose commute is taking so long. Um, so these are things that are really uh, that I think that. Uh, the budget committee has taken to heart, and I think as councillors, we have to take to heart and act on. Mayor Chow did campaign on making the city of Toronto more affordable. I'm sure you've had people come to you and say, even with services, even with improving some of the things we all want to see improved, like I said, nothing's free. There must be people coming to you in your ward saying, this makes Toronto less affordable for me. How do we respond to those people? Yeah, I certainly understand that, and you know, for if you're living on a pension um, and you're and you need to pay, you know, um, your mortgage or you're living on a pension and you need to pay your rent. It's very um, it's very challenging when when uh, property taxes go up. Um, some, you know, the same people also want to make sure that we're uh, plowing snow on sidewalks, that we're picking up garbage, um, that we're providing all, a range of services um, and they want them to happen quickly. They want the potholes fixed. 
I think that there's a lot of ways that the these, this budget and the services that we provide actually do make life more affordable. If if you um, continue to increase CTC fares while cutting service, you're talking about um, so many, like hundreds of thousands of people in the city stuck in traffic or unable to get to work on time or get to school on time because the transit doesn't work. That that makes life really unaffordable. I mean, I've run into people on transit who say, if I'm going to lose my job if I'm late again. That you know, when I'm, And I've stuck with them and I say, that's terrible. Um, yeah. uh, nutrition programs in schools, we've got a lot of people going hungry in the city. And if we can't provide um, a small meal at schools for kids, we're talking about really uh, creating problems for, in the in this generation for the long term. So it's really a question about it's, you know, it is a a sacrifice, $30 a month for the average homeowner. Uh, But at at the end of the day, what happens is that we're taking care of people and we're giving them the net that they need when, when they need it most. Hey, I got 45 seconds. We got, we we know Toronto isn't getting the $250 million that was asked for. Um, There was obviously a threat of a, of a higher federal impact levy on property taxes. The city is getting money to be made whole for last year. And by our reporting, $40 million that gets to the end of March. Is there is that satisfying to the city? Is there a hope that the, either the immigration policy changes or there's more conversations? It looks like a stopgap, but it's a necessary one to me. It's an encouraging step. We're not all the way there, but I think that we're headed in the right direction and the conversations are not over. Where Was it an ele- any element of disappointment not to get what was asked for? Um, I, you know, I think that we, you know, the budget committee and the mayor um, are looking at every way to make sure that we're keeping the line on the 9.5% taxes that she's um, committed to now, 8% plus the 1.5% for the city building levy. Um, and I think that the the mayor um, continues to work with the federal government to make sure that we're actually, uh, you know, that they're paying for the actual cost of um, asylum seekers. And this is a good step, but it's, yeah. we're not all the way there. Yeah, it's an ongoing conversation. Alejandro, thanks yeah. very much for the time. Thank you. Have a great day. That's uh, Ward 9 Davenport Councilor Alejandro Bravo.